right, everybody, welcome to another episode of the Elite Zone podcast where we delve into the world of real estate marketing and branding. Today, I've got a very special guest with me. Uh, she is an excellent uh, professional um, and just a, a knockout real estate agent in the Oceanside, North San Diego County area. Her name is Lynn Reiner. Lynn, thanks so much for joining me on the show. Thank you, Max, so much. You just made me blush. Yeah, well, uh, you know, it's it's the truth. I mean, we've worked together a bit, and uh, we know each other, and um, it's just it's really cool to, to have you here, and we've had some great conversations, so we're going to have a good time. And uh, just to start out, I mean, you know, share, I, I know you did, like, marketing, business development. Before you were an agent, you did some other things. So, mm-hmm. how, you know, what did you do, and how did that kind of lead up to you transitioning into becoming a, a real estate agent? Well, I used to work for a company, a marketing company for health supplements, and I did a lot of their content. I have a degree in English, so um, content management, writing, um, affiliate marketing, that kind of stuff, but I hated it. I was miserable. I had to go to work every day and sit in a cubicle, and it was awful. Ooh, a cubicle. A cubicle. No, that's like torture. You shouldn't put people in cubicles. But, you know, that's work life sometimes. Right. And at the same time, I was playing with real estate for fun. I would go to open houses and model homes and, you know, loved that. For fun. For fun. So it was like you enjoyed that. Oh, it was totally a hobby. Nice. I would go out to all the new home developments and check stuff out and, you know, hit the open houses on the weekends just to see what was out there. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't in a position where I could buy anything at that point, but it did lead me there eventually okay. so yeah so uh you know what inspired you to like get your real estate license and really dive into it and was that transition you know i would imagine um i've heard people say you know you need to have like six months of finances saved up and a supportive partner like did you have all that during it or did were you just like you know white knuckle in it and you just got it done no, I, I was really lucky and really stupid all at the same time. Um, Sounds like my life. <laughs> it was 2008 and the market had already Ooh, fallen apart. Right. Um, and the job that I was working at moved up to Long Beach and the commute was ridiculous and okay. couldn't be done. So I had a friend who was a real estate broker who told me, you know, you're doing all this stuff for free. Come work for me. And at the time, he was doing REOs. He had gotten his foot in the door, and he was working for all the banks and knew the asset managers. Right. Um, so he allowed me to do a lot of his valuations that he needed done for those companies. So I found a way to kind of slide into real estate and get paid on yep. a regular basis when that's not really how it works. Yeah. So there's the lucky part. Yeah, no, I, I can relate to that. I mean, I, I did the same thing, you know, worked several different marketing positions and then, um, you know, built up a business on the side and then mm-hmm. kind of, you know, s- transitioned over to it. Yeah. But I would imagine, um, you know, that when you got into that, you know, doing stuff with REOs and in that realm, where did your happiness level go up and all of that stuff? You weren't sitting in the cubicle anymore? Oh my God, it was, yes, for sure, because I spent all day long checking out houses. So when you do the valuations, some of them you get to walk through the houses, mm-hmm. some of them is just drive by. So not only was I just so very happy to be outside in the world, sure. but it was also the best education for a realtor. Forget the classes that you have to take. I was learning the market 
in real time in like a moment in the housing market where it was all falling apart. Mm -hmm. So it was super educational for me. Definitely, that's that's awesome. And then uh, did you, wh like where did you go first when you got your license? Which, which company, which brokerage? Uh, Basic Brokerage Solutions. And it's just a little boutique brokerage in Oceanside. And it, it was one of my best friends husband was the broker. Nice. So, so kind of like a mom and pop yeah, feel. Totally mom and pop, really small um, and super friendly and he was just awesome, kind of taught me the ropes and you know showed me what to do. Yeah, having a mentor is mm -hmm. always a huge, Yeah, save a lot of time, a lot of value in that. Okay, well so like fast forward to now, uh, I'm sure you get asked this question all the time. Somebody asks you, well hey Lynn, how is the market? <laughs> um, you know, and where we live, I feel like, you know, you could, you throw a baseball in any direction and you hit a real estate agent, you know what yeah. I mean? There's a lot here, right? So, you know, we, we talk about differentiation and, you know, kind of like uh, personal branding and things like that. So, um, you know, in a market like this, first of all, is it competitive? Super competitive. It's still, and it's crazy to think. Right now, prices are back up to their highest point where they were, you know, a year and a half ago when we had really low rates. Mm -hmm. But we're at seven, seven and a half percent interest rates, right. and it's still a really competitive market. I mean, I had an offer accepted this morning that had six offers on it. Mm -hmm. the, the property had six offers. Mm -hmm. It's unbelievable that there's so much money out there, and, and but that tells you what that pent up demand is. So, which kind of leads me to my world's greatest advice for buyers right now. I mean, you're going to hear everybody say the market's super hot, but seriously, if you're waiting for rates to drop, the second that happens, prices are going to go through the roof again. But if you buy right now, you can refinance when the rates drop and your, your monthly payment drops way down. Mm -hmm. So, you know, for all the people who could buy right now, but don't want to because it's just too expensive, the rates are too high, wait till you see what happens when rates go down to six and a half percent or five and a half percent. It's going to be insanity like it was just a year and a half ago. Yeah, right. And I feel like, you know, where, where we live, there's a lot of that, you know, ups and downs and, um, it's kind of like an emotional roller coaster, I would uh, I would imagine for yeah. people that are serious about buying and kind of like on the fence. Um, but you know, the since the market is so competitive, and there's a lot of real estate agents out here, what are some of the things that you do to to differentiate? Um, you know, the value you bring and in, in your brand as opposed to you know everybody else, because I I think like the average consumer knows like. 12 real estate agents, right? right? It's my uncle's crazy. an agent, my brother's an agent, my second cousin's an agent, my brother-in-law, you know, like yeah. there's a lot of them out there. And then there's also the whole like part-time agents, right? Mm. So, and that's that's a thing too. But yeah, just talk a little bit about that. What what are some of the things that you found successful that you do to, to differentiate in this competitive market? So I think probably the most important thing is educating my clients, whether you're buyers or sellers, not just what's going on in the market, but how to make my clients the most competitive, whether it's on the selling side, how to get the most money mm. for your home, what kind of marketing I'm gonna do, what things you need to do to prepare it right. to get the most money. 
Um, I do things like I have stager that I come in and, and maybe we just move all your stuff around or some of your stuff mm -hmm. and we bring in some knickknacks and some towels, you know, just so that the pictures look the best that they can. Some knickknacks, huh? You, you know, knickknacks, what's, what's, what's a Is that like a uh, chat? <laughs> <laughs> wow, a knickknack. So it could be, you know, just some decor. It could be, you know, plants for the shelves that you had all your pictures on and yeah. we're gonna kind of yeah. declutter and right. put some greenery on. Or yeah, although although the seller may love the picture of their, their nephew, Christopher, that's up there, uh, in order for a buyer to visually place themselves living there, they may have to move that stuff out, right? right? Well, and it's not, I don't even think all the, the personal items need to go, but a lot of people have that shelf at the top of their stairs that have 15 pictures on it. Mm -hmm. And really we want, a picture and a plant right. and a candle you know yeah. like it just needs to be everything minimalistic to be yeah cool. just gotcha yeah gotcha so do you um when you're you know you, what take walk me through your like how do you market for buyers and sellers like for sellers what what is really work do you have a solid what I do to sell their house or yeah. what I do to, okay. To, yeah, yeah, okay. like, like if, yeah, well, I'm, and I'll ask you about what you do to market yourself as well, but, okay. you know, like, we, we talk about uh, real estate marketing on this mm -hmm. podcast, so I'm sure there's going to be a lot of real estate agents that um, would like to take some advice from a professional Thank and you. an experienced agent. So, yeah, if I'm a seller and, you know, I'm like, hey, you know, how are we going to get my home sold? What's kind of your, what do you do? All right, so it all starts with the prep work, and that's a little bit different for everybody. But you know, basically, we want to declutter, freshen up, make sure everything's as clean as it can possibly be, including like having the windows professionally cleaned. Um, you know, maybe getting some paint touches, or even even the whole house painted, or new flooring, or or carpet cleaned, whatever it is, to make that house look the best that it can from the start. Mm -hmm. And then we go to staging, right? And um, that could just be a little more fluff, uh, but it's all with an eye for photography because really the photos, professional photos, are the most important marketing piece that we have. Right. You can't do your job for me without the photos, mm -hmm. right? So that yep. goes into, you know, we do mailers that go out i do email we do a lot of social media mm -hmm. you know you do social media then i do the automated one um also they both have great results and they hit different markets so right. i think that's really important um and open houses and you know the little things like a sign in the yard what you want to stay away from is the agent who puts a sign in the yard and puts the the listing on the mls and then you don't hear from them That's again, it. right? Yeah. Now, are are there a lot of agents like that, do you think? I think there's fewer of them than there used to be because those are the ones that get weeded out, but I'm still shocked at some of the stuff that I see. I mean, the photos where the agent's holding their phone and taking a picture of the, the bathroom and you can see their whole body in the mirror. And right, right, it's, right, right. It's pretty crazy. Or, yeah. you know, completely unstaged homes. You want to appeal to as many people as you can. Yeah. And so, yeah. So has there ever been one that you went to and you were like, "Oh my gosh, like oh. this is this is insane." There. Well, <laughs> I mean, a lot of the ones when I start out working on them, I walk in and think, I, "I'm not sure we can do well, this." But, and I've been so bad about taking the before and after pictures, and I kick myself every single time because I would love to be able to 
put them next to each other and say, this is what I walked into and this is what we sold. Right. And they don't look the same at right. all. Right. So, and that's without buying, you know, spending $5,000 on professional stagers that bring in furniture. Yeah. And this is just things that I cover. You know, I have a stager walk through with me. Mm -hmm. She brings some stuff, I bring some stuff, and we use your stuff to make the house look great. Right. So. And, I, and from a business sense, I'm sure that helps you out as well because, you know, you're one, you're not telling the seller, like, hey, we need professional staging. It's going to cost this amount. Right. Um, and you know you can't just like shell out thousands of dollars no. out of your own pockets. So it's like you know, work with what we have, yeah. make it look nice, and go to uh, you know, uh, Hobby Lobby and grab some knickknacks, right? <laughs> exactly. Awesome. Okay. Well, so I heard you mention email. I heard you mention direct mail. Mm -hmm. I heard you mention social media. Um, are you doing like a combination, or do you have like what? What marketing channels have worked the best for you? I think social media is a really big one. I mean, there have been several times where a property is sold from a Facebook ad or from a Facebook post to somebody that I know because it's also my connection. For sure. Not just, you know, yes. Facebook ads. Yep. Um, so that that's really an important one. Mm -hmm. And... I guess I mean open houses are great yeah it gives me an opportunity to talk to the buyers and really show off the, the reasons why that property is so great and every single property has a reason why it's great you just got to know what it is that makes it stand out from everything else exactly so do you feel like you know I've heard like Tom Ferry mentioned like mega open houses and different open house strategies and things like that is, is there um, certain things that you've done to get more foot traffic through the door or have you like you know ever like catered or brought snacks and stuff like that? what different things have you tried and if any like you know what what's stuck for you um, I've tried catering it didn't turn out well mm -hmm. <laughs> nobody wants kids walking through their house eating cookies <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> you know right. Um, so I don't do, I mean, I usually have water bottles or something there, yeah. but nothing, I don't do any food anymore. Um, I, I have done some different avenues of advertising. I think probably one of the best ones is making sure that the neighbors know that there's an open house and inviting them. Sure. So, and um, you just knock on the door? Knock on the door or make sure I send them a mailer or in the past I've sent like invitations and we've done an early bird open house that's right. just for the neighbors, that gotcha. kind of thing. Yeah, so, which is great because you get to meet the neighbors and know more about the neighborhood too. Everybody's mm -hmm. got a story, right? Definitely, yeah. Um, and so uh, I know that fairly recently you had like two listings that were mm -hmm. a couple doors down from each other. Um, have you really leveraged that in that, uh, that neighborhood? And, you know, did you get any people from the neighborhood walking in and being like, oh, well, you know, you're selling this house, you're selling this house, and like, you know, do you really, how do you like build yourself as an expert in a community? So in that neighborhood, I've spoken to another neighbor who says he's selling next year and he's definitely gonna call me. Um, so I'm staying in touch with him and I am working on, I mean, I've sent a couple postcards out because of the sales and I have that list that I'm going to continue to work on and hopefully that turns into more. You know, I had two really happy sellers. I'd like to make it 10. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and so direct mail, you're doing 
postcards, letters, what, like, tell me about that a little bit. Yeah, so um, I do the just listed and just sold postcards. Mm -hmm. Those are kind of no-brainers. Sure. Um, and those always go out just right around the property that's for sale. Okay. Or that just sold. Yep. And then if I get any kind of, there's always the, uh, the QR, QR code, code on yeah. it. So if Good I get girl. any kind of response on there, I follow up with a handwritten letter or like a note card, right? Just mm -hmm. to introduce myself and... Do you handwrite those? I handwrite them. Wow. I think it's handwriting is really important because super important. Nobody, I mean, even even if all you do is handwrite the envelope, which I think you're losing out, because how many of these notes are you really going to write? Right, right. I sent out 200 cards, and I got a handful of people yeah. who scanned their their home. Yeah. So it's right. not like I have piles of them that I have to do. Right. It's a personal touch that's really important, and people know you took the time to do it for them. Yeah, so have you got, I mean, I, I'm, that's, I mean, if somebody takes the time to hand, I haven't gotten a handwritten letter since like 1997. Mm -hmm. so right. I get it, so so you do that, um, have you had client oh, experiences yeah. be like, hey, I really appreciate mm -hmm. the letter and, and um, you know, uh, you're, I mean, how many handwritten letters have you written in a row? Well, it's usually not that many in a row. I mean, that's the thing is, it doesn't take that much to do it, mm -hmm. but not very many people take the time to do it right you know really I could do them 10 minutes a day and mm -hmm. be done with it so and that's not even every day right you know I'd be I'd be killing it if I was writing t 10 minutes a day on handwritten notes yeah yeah for sure okay so you're doing some direct mail um, and then how about email you, you send out emails in conjunction to the the lists of people in those markets or what how is that done yeah I have a really cool program that I use um, that will give you not just the value of your home but it also breaks it into how much equity you have and what would it look like if you took that equity and put it on another property mm -hmm. or what how much money would you save if you paid off your loan or I mean it's oh, so nice. much deeper than just how much is my home worth yeah and so you can actually like run numbers for people oh it's all done for me I wow. mean, yeah, I ha I need to keep up on it and know what is going on there. Mm -hmm. um, but I really do that anyway. Right. So. Yeah. Okay. And so, yeah, that's that's really really cool. And then, uh, do you have like a certain amount of uh, like an email drip where you have scheduled posts that go out automatically, or is it more like a you know a personalized touch? That one goes out automatically monthly. Got it. And Super it's updated cool. every month on all of, you know, your new loan balance, what it knows what your interest rate is. So it will tell you if like it's time to refinance. No time. no time. No time. It takes me the time to enter the email addresses in the first time. Nice. And do you get you get responses to those emails? Mm -hmm. Cool. Yeah, I don't get a ton of responses, but I get some really appreciative responses. Yeah. 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 And you know, you don't need I mean at the at the end of the day, real estate sales is about making you know it's a personal right. relationship right mm -hmm. so um you know which brings me to my next point with all the technology and and uh you know buying homes online and all this stuff, I, I can imagine when you first started like give me a snapshot of how when you first started how did a real estate agent market their business as opposed to the opportunity now it took me years to figure out that I needed to market myself. <laughs> so I couldn't even tell you. I mean, in the beginning, the first couple years, most of my spent time was spent doing those valuations. 
So, right, right. Um, I'm sure, and you met people doing that right. as well, right? Yeah, I got my first listing off of doing one of those gotcha. that was a short sale, and mm-hmm. um, and it's still a client that I keep in touch with now, you know? So yeah. that's kind of cool, wow. that was 15 years ago. Yeah, um, but marketing for me at that point, I didn't know what I didn't know. So it took me a long time to figure out okay, that's how you get clients. You know, I mean, I would do open houses. Mm-hmm. Um, I had some connections. I had a family member who worked for a flipper who okay. fed me some listings. And, you know, I kind of worked with what I had. Really probably more networking without realizing that's what I was doing. Definitely. Yeah. So kind of like unintentionally, yeah. you would stumble into somebody and be like, the light the <laughs> light bulb would go off and be like, oh, say, you know, I, yeah. oh, we got to talk. Exactly. Very cool. So, um, yeah. And I, I mean, I, you know, I, the I was just talking about this on a previous episode, but I just I think it's funny that, you know, we we you start with a personal relationship mm-hmm. and then, you know, tool, marketing tools, social media came. And then, you know, there's this whole viewpoint, like, you know, get off your phone. You should be having a, creating a personal relationship with somebody. Yet the reason why we're doing social media now is to create personal relationships. Yeah. You know, so it's kind of like coming back around full circle. And I don't know, like I, at some point, you know, just like we're talking about the, the receiving a handwritten letter. I think, you know, at some point that, um, like FaceTime is going to, come back and it's yeah. going to be really appreciated right because that you know things kind of swing in one direction and then they swing in the other direction um but have you had you know an experience where you posted content on social media or you you know met somebody through social media and they became a client that sold with you or became a buyer So I don't think I've had any like direct somebody hashtag Oceanside real estate called me and said, hey, I saw you on on Instagram. But I think really what happens is somebody gets a referral or somebody sees me online or whatever. And then they look me up. Yeah. Right. And they Google me and they want to see what my reviews are and how much do I know. And I think that's the biggest, the most important part of social media for me is having a presence so when somebody does get that referral or they come across my name, they get to know me a little bit before they ever talk to me. They know that I have a lot of knowledge and experience in Mm -hmm. the real estate world. I've been doing it for a long time. I can explain things um, so that they can understand them. I mean, it's buying a house or selling a house is confusing. Yeah, So. yeah, no kidding. (laughs) I mean, I've been working, you know, in the real estate sector for five years and I have a real estate license myself and I, I still know very little about how the whole process yeah. is done. Now that you know that may be a reflection on me but I agree with you and I mean at the end of the day um, you know it's not like uh, buying like sneakers online right like buying right. a house is like there's a lot that goes into it and you need somebody to, to hold your hand during the process and mm. I've had numerous agents tell me like I'm a psychiatrist I'm a therapist (laughs) you know I'm you know yeah a banker banker. (laughs) talk to me if you're having a bad day I'll cheer you up we do all kinds of crazy stuff yeah Yeah. chauffeur I mean like everything under the sun yeah so what's what's the craziest thing a client ever asked you to do oh gosh 
I mean, there's been all kinds of funny stories. I had, <laughs> had this one client who was the sweetest little old man and he was gonna buy a house cash. And um, we went and looked at a bunch of places and I used to pick him up at the library and drive him around and you know stop so he could pick up his lunch at Vaughn's for afterwards. And, oh, wow. like, uh, and drove this guy around for months and opened escrow on like three different houses and each time he would back out for whatever reason and you know he'd have his pool guy come out because he wanted his pool guy to tell him if he could do what he wanted in the backyard and finally at the last one the pool guy pulled me aside and he's like do you know how many houses i've done this i I don't think this guy's ever gonna buy a house (laughs) and it turned out i met another agent who had worked with him like i took him into an open house Mm -hmm. and the agent that was running the open house recognized him right away and mm. said oh yeah I used to and mm. and like kind of gave me a look that I could not I didn't yeah, get yeah. you know because I hadn't caught on to it yet yep. and then not too long after I fired him another agent called me and said have you ever worked with this guy I see he was because we we're in the same company and and the guy had called him he's like I know like, yeah I take him shopping yeah. once a week <laughs> I know I helped drive him to his appointments ran his errands yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. You could have, you know, you could have taken him out like one last time and said, "Look, if these escrows don't go through, I'm not bringing you out that salami sandwich that you uh, that you love so right? much." All right. No more let's get, bonds. Let's get for down you. to business. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Yeah. I mean, this I've heard some some great stories, but you know, I would imagine there's just like in any business, there's ups and there's downs. Mm-hmm. So, like, what you know. To, to your brand, your business, and the journey that you've been on, what's you know what's a couple of challenges that you've had that you've had to overcome? Oh gosh, well I had one house um, was probably five or six years ago that the owners were original owners. It was an old. It was built to like in the eighties, so it wasn't even that old. But it was like the last round of homes that I think they ever put wood shake roofs on, mm. and they had lived there forever and never had a termite inspection done. And when we had the termites done, it was about $20,000 in repairs that needed to be done. Sure. Including the roof. So we ended up negotiating and closed the sale on the house with the roof torn off. So the sellers were willing to pay for the 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 damage to be repaired, Mm. but the buyers agreed to pay for the roof. Sure. Um, that's fair right? it's fair yeah. right I know and and in the end you know it was a good thing it didn't rain that day because there was nothing covering the upstairs of the house yeah oh. wow so, so uh, and that um, I, I would imagine that uh, that's probably not in every in oh every. gosh it's the only time I've ever seen it it's yeah. not a normal thing yeah you know? but okay. I mean I've seen houses where um, they took their dad needed to be moved into a senior living place mm-hmm. and he had done some remodeling himself and you know mo- took out a slider and put in a door but then there's like this big hole where the slider was oh, and wow. replaced the bathtub but had to do it through the living room wall so there's a big hole into the bathtub and mm-hmm. the I mean like DIY stuff he built this loft in the, the primary bedroom for storage mm-hmm. and it was just like this raw wood two by fours with all kinds of junk up on the top. All kinds of knickknacks? Lots of (laughs) knickknacks. Yeah, I mean, that's that's crazy. Um, Okay, so challenges aside, what about like triumphs? Like what kind of, 
I guess a better way to put it would be like when you started actively, you know, marketing your real estate business with intention. Uh, did that? Did you have uh, like consistent and you know recognizable growth from doing that? Yes. As opposed to like just, hey, you know, my friend Lynn is a realtor. In case you need something, like you know, I know it's it's a referral based business and it's mm-hmm. important to do that. But you know, with with all the omni the the email, the direct mail, the social media, the you know professional branding, the logo, you know, and all of that stuff. You know, talk to me about a, a little bit about. Um, you know, what your business, how the growth went after you really actively started marketing? The last few years have been great. And, and I mean, I can say three years ago and the five years before that. Mm-hmm. So eight years ago for the next five years, yep. I said every year I'm going to sell 20 houses this year. And I would get to... That's the goal? That was my goal. Every single year, 20 houses this year. And I consistently was at 16 or 17, you know, maybe 18 one year and 15. Um, And then three years ago, uh, I started doing some, I was buying some leads and and that helped and, you know, things started growing. Mm -hmm. And then I met you. And consistently over the last three years now for, you know, 2023, 2022, 2021, my sales have grown. My number of units sold has grown. Fantastic. Um, and and it's been really consistent. And even this year, I know there's a lot of agents out there who are having a hard time. Yeah. Um, well, and yeah, and, and you know, you've had growth despite the market challenge. Right. Right. Yeah. So that's always the thing is when, you know, somebody's like, well, you know, I, you know, it's going to be a terrible year. The market is this way. The market is that way. I don't know. Like, you know, uh, you seem to be able to kind of pivot and you know you're always cheery i don't know how you're always smiling by the way too you do know you can't trust somebody that's always smiling so i well kevin might disagree with you and say i'm not always smiling oh, oh i'm sure i'm sure he sees a different side yeah yeah for sure i but i've always been a pretty happy person yeah so there's no secret to that i think i came out that way i don't yeah. know what to say yeah no i mean but i think you know like the the mindset of it like that's important like you're running your own business yeah so you know you, for aspiring agents out there that are just you know starting out or you know they want to amp things up a little bit like what you know what advice would you give to them what would you say like give me two or three things that have just really made a, a difference and it doesn't have to be marketing it, you know how to think about things your mindset your schedule you know do you do the oh harder gosh. things first in the morning it could be anything but what's helped you stay successful stay optimistic and really grow your business um, well, I think first of all, if you don't love this job, if you don't love not just the looking at houses part, but being around people and, and kind of teaching, educating people on, on how this all works, mm-hmm. you're in the wrong business because you have to love this. If you don't, there's a lot that can bring you down. So you need that to keep coming back every day, right? Um, the Probably for a new agent, I would say set up a separate bank account. (laughs) Do not put your first commission check into your checking account and think life is good. I haven't heard that. Oh my gosh. Pay yourself and put the rest away because you know what? You might not close another one for a month or two. And you're going to wish you didn't spend, you know, buy your new shoes and your new purse and go on vacation. Right. 
because you're going to want that money. And yeah. that's something that has really helped me because the last thing you want to do is be dependent on something closing. As soon as you are, your world is dependent on a property closing, it really screws up what you're doing right for your clients because your clients always have to come first, mm. you know? Yeah. So if you, if, if you can't make it through the month without that escrow closing, you're in trouble. Yeah. You can't put yourself in that position. Yeah, right. And I mean, I, I would imagine that that would, will affect your attitude and your mood maybe and your mindset mm -hmm. and, and, you know, it's uh, being customer. I mean, you're, you're literally walking somebody through the most emotionally heavy purchase or sale of their entire life. So if you show up, uh, you know, not... 100 they might not uh, they might not like that so much <laughs> yeah. well and you don't want to put yourself in a position where you could make a bad decision or give bad guidance or yeah, you right, know right because our job is to take care of our clients far and above before we're taking care of ourselves yep. when it comes down to buying real estate yeah so if you couldn't walk away from an escrow when it needs to you need to walk away from it or you know you can't partner with be on your client's side if that's what they need to do mm -hmm. i don't know how to word that because yeah. it's not me walking away from an escrow right but i don't want to be in a position where i feel like i'm not gonna be able to buy groceries if i don't push this guy into closing even though it's not the house he really right. wants right yep so that, that completely makes sense yeah yeah, you don't want to make a, an emotionally charged decision because of your own fear. Right. And, you know, uh, there's a lot of fear out there in the media. And, I mean, it seems like mm -hmm. everything you read, and in real estate too, you know, everything you read is, uh, you know, it's everybody I know that lives anywhere else is like, San Diego is so expensive, it's mm -hmm. too expensive, X, Y, and Z. But, like, when I really look at other places in the in the U.S., like, yeah. it's... it's it's getting expensive everywhere. It, even the super inexpensive places yeah. are, I mean, Arizona is, their prices are where we were five years ago. Right. You know, it's yep. crazy. And, yep. and it's 125 degrees there today yeah. or something like that. Yeah, so, exactly. You know, I, there's I'm no all ocean for, and right. you can cook an egg on the pavement if you want. <laughs> You know, you might be able to do that here today. <laughs> yeah, maybe it is a hot one today. Okay, well, so before you know, before we close out, just let me. What about after a sale or you know a purchase? What kind of things have you done to, you know, generate referrals? And do you how how do you keep in contact with those people? What sort of you know touches are there? And, and what's you know tell me about that. Um. Well. Right after the sale, one of my, not everybody wants to do this, but one of my favorite things to do is to help my clients with once they're buying for this is for buyers. Right. Um, help them do throw a housewarming party. I love that. And it's I mean they have a lot that they're worrying about at that point, whether it's just unpacking or you know maybe they're doing some fixes to the house or what whatever it is. Um, so, you know, it's anywhere, anything from give me your guest list and I'll handle the whole thing mm -hmm. to if they want to do it, cause that's what most of the time they want to handle that part sure. of it. Um, but I, I pay for the taco guy to come in and make tacos for everybody so and cool. you know, then they get to have a party and not worry about the food and they get to party with you and they get to party with me. I so mean, what's right better there. than that? Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Okay, what, any any other things like, uh, you know, birthday calls, emails? I mean, I know some of that stuff's kind of like 
you know, textbook stuff, but. You know, okay, so I, I have been talking about doing birthday cards forever and I've been really horrible about doing it. Mm -hmm. But I think the reason that I have held off on that is because I've, I, I myself don't appreciate like the cookie cutter, here's your birthday card. Yeah, from the generic stuff. The, right? You know, like, I, I don't want my car dealer to send me a birthday card. It doesn't really mean anything to me. <laughs> but. Happy birthday. Your lease is almost up. Right? Are you looking, <laughs> did, did, your, did your warranty run out? <laughs> right? Yeah, for sure. So I should do that. And especially because I am, you know, saying handwritten, handwritten, handwritten. That's right. a different thing. Yeah. But I think it's more important to just check in every once in a while, yeah. you know, yeah. and um, follow them on Instagram or yeah. friend them on Facebook yep. and, you Use know, keep up with what, right. Yep. But, but really it comes down to a phone call, just checking out. And it doesn't, I don't have it set up like I should. So I guess I'm saying I don't follow most of the rules. Yeah. I usually call people when I drove past their neighborhood and I think of them nice. oh you know how's everything going yeah and, um or uh, once in a while it's I mean I do have my list on my board of people that I'm working with yeah or, you know people that close like and, you know set like you right know, call x y and z today and call so and so tomorrow but right yeah awesome. and I'm working on a system but and I have it mostly set up, but I'm not following it. That's the problem. I yeah, have. well, that's you know, that's a that's a big challenge. I mean, there's there's so everybody's got the tools and the systems now, mm -hmm. you know. So it's almost like I feel like agents are just like tooled and teched to death. Like yeah, you know, it's this new. So no, it's this new one. No, it's this new one. And we have you know, it's so it, it's just like. I don't even know where to start with this stuff. And so. every time you start with a new one. There's so much in there. Right. That it's You're like, yeah, so I'll quit real estate and then I'll come work for right. your company because then I can learn how to use this because that's the amount of time it's going to take. Exactly. Right. No, yeah. I totally get it. So then would you say uh, it's a smart move to have somebody help you with um, branding, marketing? Wanna, I wouldn't have any branding or marketing if I didn't have help. Yeah. So gotcha. it's a very smart move. <laughs> Very good. Well, listen, Lynn, where can people uh, that are listening and watching get a hold of you? How can somebody get in touch if they want to, you know, talk or if there's buyers and sellers out there or, you know, lenders and, you know, people in finance that are listening to the show? I know that um, you've got uh, your a, a website, a new website that's going to be up shortly, which is loveyourhomesd.com, correct? That's correct. Fantastic. Yes. Well, where else? Uh, well, my current website, which is the the easiest one, is lynnreinerrealty.com. Mm -hmm. And Reiner has two ends, so you're going to say Lynn Reiner. <laughs> Reiner, but it's Reiner. <laughs> but it's Reiner. Like Rob Reiner. lynnreinerrealty.com. Yep. Um, I'm on Facebook, Realtor, and on Instagram, lynnreinerrealty. I think I got those right. <laughs> I think you did, yeah. And you don't mind if somebody drops you a DM in there. Never. And you yeah. No. Contact. I didn't even know that was against the rules until I got in trouble for it once. <laughs> right? Yeah. I didn't know you had to like get permission. Mm -hmm. I thought that's what messages were for. Yeah. Building um, connections, right? Exactly. Why is why is Meta so strict about stuff uh, these days? So dumb. <laughs> awesome. Well, Lynn, thank you so much, and uh, everybody listening, I will make sure to drop Lynn's links in the episode description. 
and uh, keep an eye out for her. She's doing the, doing the deal out here in Southern California. Thank you so much, Max. And bye, everybody.